It's Saturday, October 29th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stocks rose Friday, with big gains by Apple helping offset declines among consumer discretionary stocks weighed down by a sales warning from e-commerce giant Amazon. The tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite Index rose 309 points, bouncing back after two days of decline. The S&P 500 added 93 points, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 828 points. All three indices finished the week with gains, with the Dow Industrial's recent run-up putting it down less than 10% year-to-date. Octobers are often billed as bad luck by traders, since the stock market crash of 1929 and Black Monday both took place during the month. This year, however, the Dow Industrials are on track to finish October up more than 14%, which would be its best monthly performance since January 1976. Amazon.com shares slid $7.55 Friday following downbeat guidance for its current quarter, which includes the crucial holiday shopping period. Apple Incorporated was a bright spot, leading the Dow Industrials higher with gains of $10.94. In other news, an intruder shouting Where is Nancy attacked the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi with a hammer at their San Francisco home early Friday morning. A brutal incident that is stoking fears of politically motivated violence ahead of elections that will determine control of the House and Senate. The assault on Mr. Pelosi, who is 82 years old, at the home of one of the most powerful politicians in the country, sent a shockwave through Washington already on edge in the face of an increasingly polarized electorate, and prompted calls for candidates to lower the temperature on the campaign trail. Mr. Pelosi was admitted to the Zuckerberg San Francisco General Hospital and had surgery to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hand. He is expected to make a full recovery. The attack comes less than two years after the House Democratic leader and lawmakers of both parties came under siege during the January 6th 2021 riot at the Capitol, and in 2017, Representative Steve Scalise, a top Republican, was seriously wounded by a shooter who belonged to anti-GOP groups. Around the world, Russian soldiers pummeling a city in eastern Ukraine with artillery are slowly edging closer in their attempt to seize Bakhmut, which has remained in Ukrainian hands during the eight-month war despite Moscow's goal of capturing the entire Donbas region bordering Russia. While much of the fighting in the last month has unfolded in southern Ukraine's Kyrgyzstan region, the battle heating up around Bakhmut demonstrates Russian President Vladimir Putin's desire for visible gains following weeks of clear setbacks in Ukraine. Taking Bakhmut would rupture Ukraine's supply lines and open a route for Russian forces to press on toward Kramostork and Slovyansk, key Ukrainian strongholds in the Donetsk province. Meanwhile, Flash floods and landslides set off by torrential rains left at least 47 people dead, including in a hard-hit southern Philippine province where as many as 60 villagers are feared missing and buried in a huge mudslide laden with rocks, trees, and debris. More than 40 people were swept away by rampaging floodwaters and drowned or were hit by debris-filled mudslides in three towns in Monguindanao province from Thursday night to early Friday, according to the interior minister for a five-province Muslim autonomous region governed by former separatist guerrillas. 
Five other people died elsewhere from the onslaught of Tropical Storm Nalge, which slammed into the eastern province of the Camarine Sur early Saturday. And Jerry Lee Lewis, the untamable rock and roll pioneer whose outrageous talent, energy, and ego collided on such definitive records as Great Balls of Fire and Whole Lot of Shaking Going On, died Friday morning at the age of 87. Mr. Lewis was the last survivor of a generation of groundbreaking performers that included Elvis Presley, Chuck Berry, and Little Richard, and of all the rock rebels to emerge in the 1950s, few captured the new genre's attraction and danger as unforgettably as the Louisiana-born piano player who called himself the killer. Lewis died at his Mississippi home south of Memphis, Tennessee, Representative Zach Farnham said in a release. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.